Your Mama's Christian Podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that deserves an applause. No, I, I was going to see how long no one, none of us said anything. I'm not going to No, you can't see him, but he's literally, it. he's literally spinning his head. <laughs> All right, welcome, welcome to the Christian podcast that doesn't take itself too seriously. I'm your host, Shane Balancing, with my two sidekicks, the Eric's. No, we're all hosts. Welcome to Shane's Not Your Mama's Christian podcast. We're all hosts, and if anyone listened to the second episode, joining me, they they know that you're the person that's an idiot and changes (laughs) their minds. Very true. Well, no need for name calling. Um, so it's your birthday, right? Coming up or um, in a couple hours. In one hour and forty minutes, I will be twenty nine. Jeez. Yeah, I remember twenty nine. It's my last year. Yeah. One hour and forty minutes left in the twenties. And like you know, this topper, but um, when Shane has a birthday, it normally lasts about a week. We oh yeah, celebrate it. You already did something today. Celebrate it. Yeah. Going to the Orioles game tomorrow to celebrate He's it. Uh-huh. Us what are you doing on the weekend? Forcing. I'm sure there's more things, more things you're doing. For it your actually, birthday. Is not. It's, a, it's actually a pretty tame birthday weekend for me. Normally, yeah, normally it's a week long celebration uh, filled with with all sorts of events um, and games you, and you always German want... chocolate cake because it's the best cake that you could have. Ice cream cake's better. No, no, ice cream cake sucks. <laughs> no, I, you like ice cream, don't you? Yeah, but I'm not hey, big into like I'm not big into ice cream cakes. I'm not big into ice cream sandwiches either. I'm not a big ice cream sandwich yeah, guy. Ice cream sandwiches are so overrated. They're boring. They but, but ice cream cake, it's either one of two options. Either you go to cut it and you're struggling because it's so hard and just going <laughs> and you can't cut it, or it's melted. There's no there's no in between. There is ice cream there cake. is for sure in between. <laughs> I've never seen it. It's, there's for sure an in between. But German chocolate cake, oh. Oh yeah. So are you are you starting to feel I know when I got 30 is when I felt yeah. like I was like oh I'm now old. Yeah. 25 I felt that way for some reason though I was still pretty young. 30 which is still young I felt that way. So are you starting to feel feel I'm, old yet? I'm starting to I'm sorry Topper how old are you again? 26. Do you feel old at all? Not really. Not after hearing you two talk about it. <laughs> but I think the first time I actually started to feel old like I felt my age was 23. And I think that was because I was still living at home. I hadn't graduated. And I didn't have a job yet. <laughs> high school? You haven't graduated no, high school yet? I haven't yet? graduated college. Oh, oh okay. And <laughs> so, that be clear. And so that year, I graduated college. I got a job. And what was the third one? You moved out. I moved I out. Know. I moved out. I moved in with Eric. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I bought a house. <laughs> you, right. you got in. But uh, yeah, yeah, Eric. To answer your question, I, I'm beginning to feel a little bit old. Um, just yesterday, I went to a concert. Um, I went to see Thrice um, down in uh, in DC, Silver Spring area, and so, um, at nine thirty club. No, uh, the Fillmore. Oh, okay. And so I'm I'm at this concert, and I, I don't know about you guys, but when I go to certain things, and when I go to concerts, um, that's when I I feel I begin to feel old because I look around and I see. All the, all these kids and I'm like oh there but, but you would think a band like Thrice or whatever is a band that we listened to yeah. when we were in high school college 
So you would think it'd still be that age group. Compared to some of the concerts that I've been to, it was a little bit of an older crowd because Thrice has been playing for 20 years now. Um, but uh, but still, they're, they're in their 40s. Yeah. So imagine how old they feel. But yeah, I mean, I don't know how old they are exactly. I don't want to be spreading lies about Thrice on, <laughs> on, on air. <laughs> but um, uh, for example, last weekend there was a 21 Pilots concert. That yeah. that I was like, oh, it might be fun to go. I enjoy Twenty One Pilots. I I think they're good. I, I was like, it, it might be fun to go. And then I thought to myself, oh, there's gonna be so many high schoolers at yeah. that concert. Our entire youth groups are there. Yeah, a lot of my youth group kids went. Yeah, me too. Well, when we, because we play in the Revive, when we played at show at the Auto Bar a month ago, mm-hmm. um, and oh, top, you were there. Yeah. We felt getting there early with all the other bands. Like we've been in a band forever. We know not this band. But we we were in bands back when we were in high school, college, yeah. and we remember how those were. And then going back when you're twenty eight, twenty nine, thirty, yeah, we were like, oh gosh, we are so old. We're, the, were, we're the old band now. There were bands who were showing up, and they were coming out of their mom's minivan that their mom drove them in. Yeah, and we're standing there. Eric's thinking about his kids. I'm married, got a kid <laughs> on the way. Uh, you know, Frank has two kids. Who's a Rob, singer? Rob, Rob, has, two Rob has two kids. Uh, you know, all these guys in the band. We're all we're all either married and have kids, or have a kid on the way, or, or something. And and then and then we're playing a show with kids who are coming out of a their mom's minivan. Um, and it was With just like oh, wearing ties, wearing ties, but ironically yeah. wearing ties. Like, <laughs> yeah. like you think they're like, no, it's ironic. Yeah. It's a little loose. Like we we can be sophisticated, but we're rebels too. Yeah, because Green Day does this. Yeah, but, but I, I remember that one. I felt super old. The too. fact that you said because Green Day does this shows how old you are. <laughs> <laughs> really dated it's yourself. If you, but th- this 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 just made me realize. And I've been, I, I was a youth pastor for about eight, nine years. And um, Eric, you, you've worked with youth ministry for how long? Uh, well, I was doing it with, with you for, um, I feel like just basically I graduated high school and never left. Yeah, just still did youth So ministry. I just was always there. But uh, like being the leader. doing it with us the whole yeah, time. Yeah, Topper did it the yeah. whole time too. Well, for a while we were leaders and he was one of the youth. The, the first <laughs> trip that I led as a youth pastor, I was 20. 20 years old, yeah, I think, and Topper was in the youth group, yeah. <laughs> and I was his leader. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> that was a pretty sweet trip. Yeah. Um, but with all that being said, being at this concert yesterday, I felt like oh, I'm just fe- I feel so old, and now I, I, I've realized something. The youth group culture of churches in general, I'm not talking about a specific church, just the whole youth group culture, and if you grew up as a youth group kid, going to church your whole life, or in middle school, high school, whatever, you know what I'm talking about. The youth group culture is so annoying. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Isn't it? It's coming from a youth pastor. I know. <laughs> I, I, I can agree. Cause right, can we be honest? Right when you said that, I just thought of the typical youth pastor. Yeah. And so I think of like... Kind of that spiky, maybe frosted tip hair. Oh, got with, a soul patch. With a soul patch, yeah. like a puka shell necklace, a corny, a corny Christian shirt that says "Spirit" instead of "Sprite." Oh yeah, yeah. And the Sprite logo. Right. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That's what I think of when I think of like your yeah. typical youth pastor. Yeah, like a Reese's Pieces T-shirt, yes. but it says "I'll take a piece of Jesus" or something exactly. on it. Yeah, yeah, I understand what you're saying. <laughs> and even like, but that youth. I mean, you have to be. 
a little weird to be a youth pastor anyways. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> like, Coming from two youth pastors. Yeah. So, like, that youth pastor that is a little corny most of the time, yeah. that is trying to be cool but not of the world, all that stuff, when they lead a group, that group can very easily become the same thing. Yeah. And then the corny jokes that that youth group does is not funny anywhere else. Yeah. But in youth group, it's, it's hilarious. And we know this because we used to be those kids. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we used to lead those jokes yeah. that were hilarious to us, but really it was just like a bunch of sheltered youth group kids. Yeah. Yeah. And now, now, now we want to be clear here. I'm you want to be saying, clear. I'm I, saying what I'm, I'm saying. Gonna, I think I speak for all of us. Nope, I <laughs> no, I want to be clear here and say that I don't think there's anything wrong with with the youth group culture. I don't think there's anything like theologically wrong. It's just youth group kids and and the youth group culture can be so obnoxious. You know what I think it really is. Now that we're older, yeah, we think kids and students can be obnoxious, and we're surrounded. In the youth group culture, the the most depends because I I do I will say this the youth group that I've worked with I do not feel that way about that youth group. No, what I'm saying is what I'm talking about is when if you go to like a Christian festival or if you go away on a retreat or if you do something and there are other youth groups, sometimes I'm embarrassed for them. Like Does that what, make sense? Yeah. What kind of stuff are you talking about? That they I'm do? talking about when you when you're say say you're at like a festival, like a Christian festival, like like. There's, I know we used to go to Creation all the time when we were in yeah, high school. Still, it's in Pennsylvania. It's still around, right? Yeah, it's still around. Uh, uh, you know, anything like that. And you're walking, and everybody's camping. You're walking wherever. It doesn't even have to just be at a, a Christian festival. And there's that one or group of like five kids that are standing there with signs that say, free hugs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Why? I, I hate those kids. Why? <laughs> oh, just give them so, a hug. They, they you probably need it. No, you I would never give them a hug. Exactly. <laughs> but that, you're friendlier than me. Yeah, but I'm not trying to hug a sweaty 14-year-old kid with a dyed green-haired mohawk. <laughs> right? I'm not trying to hug that kid. He doesn't need it. And you know what? I, I have no problem. Probably wearing a casting crown shirt yeah. that his mom Yeah. Wore. And his youth pastor's like, oh, what, you like Slipknot? Have you heard of Demon Hunter? Like that sort of a deal. Right? So like, but, and here's the thing. I'm not saying you shouldn't give a teenager a hug who needs a hug. But that kid. No one thought that. That kid does not need a hug. Free, yeah. The that free kid is culture. seeking attention. And is obnoxious about it. And if you walk by, and they probably got Chuck Taylors on, they got a fedora on, and they have they have a, a, a spirit T shirt exactly. on instead of Sprite, yep. and and, uh, yeah, and one I, of those crosses that are made with a wire. Yep, it's yep. and it's nails. Yeah, it's like the like like the nails you nail the, the, the Jesus to the cross on. Yeah, that sort of a deal. What about um, this? I noticed this at festivals too, or, or those like big mm-hmm. trips. Um, the. Now I want to be careful when I'm saying this. Oh, okay, because I've juicy. seen no. Nah, I've seen a lot of. I've gone a lot of trips where like a lot of kids have like recommitted their life or mm-hmm. for the first time mm-hmm. gave life to Christ. But then I've gone to a lot of trips with as a volunteer, as a leader, whatever, as a student. And I would get, when we get there, I would I would be able to point out to you the four or five who will for sure give their life yep. to Christ again this yeah. week. And I'm always right. Yeah, and it, and that doesn't even change at church when we give yeah. all like. There's one lady that has given her, her life to Christ every Sunday since we've been at church. Hey, good and, for her. And what's her name? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I can tell you. <laughs> but like, so 
it's it's all it's obviously an attention thing. It obvi- like because when you do that, that's like yeah. For us, that's the biggest win you can do. But I start to get to a point where I'm like, like I have to. F- I don't know if fake is the right word, but when I see the same kid or whatever give their life to Christ every single trip, every single event we do. Anytime I ask someone to raise their hand, they yeah. they raise their hand. It's like okay, like is this? Do you actually get it? Because you don't need to do this. So why thirty why, or forty times? Why is that person doing that? It's I, I my assumption. I'm not saying that specific, but I'm saying in general. Why is why are there people who every time it's a lot? It does happen a lot of time with teenagers. I agree with you that that every time you're in one of those situations, that person raises their hand or goes forward or whatever it is. Because to most people, that is terrifying and yeah. super uncomfortable. Yeah. So why to that person is it not? And they're willing to do. it I think it's times. either one of two. Either they feel super guilty. Yeah. All the time, so they always think they need to because, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, so I need to, which which is more admirable. Yeah, I mean, it's not correct. You don't need to keep doing that, but I understand how guilt is. Or they just don't get any attention yeah. other times, right? And they're desperately seeking that attention. And the best way is to hold a sign that says "free hugs" mm-hmm. or to stand up every time. Yeah, it's an altar call. Because what do we do? What do you do when there's an altar call and and if Especially if you're at a camp and you see, like they'll say, if you want to give your life to Christ, stand up. And you see that one kid stand up. What does the rest of the group do yeah. where they know they should be doing? Yeah. They go to that person. Hey, I'm proud of you, whatever. But if it's – but I've had doctor. I've seen, that, like, this kid again? Like, yeah. There's no, you're not – There's nothing not different do, yeah, about what, your life. Like, what changed since since three weeks ago when you did it a youth group? Yeah. Like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, and also it just – has me thinking about the whole corny Christian thing. Oh, and, yeah. and not that I'm saying there's anything wrong with this, because I think it's great to be, you know, sold out for God and mm-hmm. whatnot. But to label your CD Jesus Freak or have a song, <laughs> you know, it, it just... Hey, man, are just, you bashing I, DC I'm, Talk? I'm, I'm not, I don't... That, I'm not that was bashing. our band. If there's one bad. person in the Christian industry you do not want to cross... It is Toby Mac, okay? You do not want to cross Toby Mac. Yeah, that that's just one thing. I'm like, the way we, we do church now is so different. Mm-hmm. Like, we wouldn't... That's so, like, I feel like unappealing to an unbeliever. Which I'm not saying just because it's unappealing to an unbeliever. We shouldn't do it. But it's just... It's, that's I just mean, speak things. speak for yourself. <laughs> because... Okay, don't... Here's the thing. Don't do this again here's like the you thing. do with a traffic speak ticket, Speak for okay? yourself, Okay. Um, see, next summer, DC Talk is reuniting. Did you know this? I know. And they're reuniting for a Jesus Freak cruise that I can only imagine the amount of free hugs that are going to be given out (laughs) on this Jesus Freak cruise. Oh my goodness. I, I, I want to know where I sign up. Yeah, I'm definitely going if it's, if I have an option. We used to love DC Talk. That was our first concert ever. Oh, yeah. First concert. We weren't allowed. See, you could listen to Cisco. Yeah, Thong Song. And Blue 82. We had to listen to DC Talk and Audio Adrenaline. And Newsboys. Yeah. I actually still, well, I like, I still will listen to old school Audio Adrenaline sometimes. Yeah. Some songs actually still still hold up. It's, it's, that's what, it's songs that don't just, they just don't hold up anymore. Mm -hmm. Like, and, and that kind of, I don't know. I also just get annoyed when you're kind of, not that I'm saying that CD was or whatever, but. When you're kind of trying to package Jesus and sell it for a price, mm-hmm. which which like a lot of the Christian music industry is, and, oh yeah, and Christian bookstores and all other stuff, it just 
hey, let's put Jesus on this and make it double the prices you would at Walmart for this mirror. Well, I, I have a huge problem with, with a lot of Christian bookstores um, because I think that walking in there and seeing these, all everything, like these these paintings of, of Jesus, which is the whitest Jesus that you could ever see. Yeah, um, which he was not white. No, he was not. <laughs> um, or, or you see all these dog tags with, with Jesus freak on it and all this stuff. Which I used to have. Yeah, oh yeah, I owned a few of those. <laughs> but my point is this, I think exactly what you're saying is right, Eric, where I, I, we used to want to, like if there was a Christian band that we listened to, we would want to support them and support the Christian industry by buying it from a Christian bookstore. Back, this, kids, this is back at, there was a time where you bought music yeah. and then you actually listened to it. You had a hard copy of it, not just a digital copy. And so <laughs> the, at this time, we would go and we would, we would want to buy it at a Christian bookstore because we're like, oh, we're supporting something we believe in. We're supporting something that we love. And if anybody's going to get our money, we want them to get our money, right? And then all of a sudden, I would see, like you said, I would see a CD at that store that's like twenty bucks. Yeah, 18, you could find bucks. it at Target or Walmart for twelve. Yeah, it's like why am I paying all this money to that? And I think that there's it's because if it's Christian, people are more likely to buy it. Yeah, if you put that Christian label, that's why like there's a lot of bands that weren't ever oh, yeah. Christian bands. They just said they were Christian bands because that's a whole market that will automatically purchase them because oh yeah, they're like gosh, I wish I could listen to secular music, but I can't. So this is my alternate. It's like no, just you can listen to. This, Good music, bad music. There's some music that I listen to that I don't believe in what they say, but it's good, so yeah. I still listen to it. Like you don't, like it doesn't have to be just Christian and put ourselves in this Christian. Well, if you want to make money, bubble. if you want to make money in the music industry, go into the Christian industry. Yeah, because you can make money that way. I'm not saying it's guaranteed, but but it is amazing. I I, I talked to um, I don't remember who I was speaking with about this, but they were saying that. Um, a band could go. Oh, I think that I wasn't talking to this person. I was reading it um, at the the drummer from As Cities Burn, Aaron Aaron Lunsford, yeah. in his book. Um, and uh, talk. I think it was called um, uh, How I Almost Became Rich Playing in a Christian Hardcore Band. Yeah, it's a really cool book to read about As Cities Burn and this band. If you if you like them, I would highly recommend it. So he was saying that playing at a church sometimes felt like it was too easy for them, and that anybody could play at a christian coffee house or a church coffee house youth group coffee house whatever they would let anybody play and they would pay you more money than you would get going to a bar because the bar or the club does not care about you yeah but the church would think well we need to treat them right yeah and so there are people who are willing to take advantage of that by going and playing at these coffee christian coffee houses or churches just for the money yeah we we played for um we opened up for John Rubin. Hmm. Do you remember John Rubin? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. People listening probably don't know. He was a white Christian rapper who was actually pretty good. Yeah. Really funny, whatever. He seemed down to earth. But we played for him. We were terrible. Mm-hmm. We were just starting. We were not good. And they, we knew like the guy was putting the show on, so they they asked us to do it. And they paid us well. Yeah. They catered it for John Rubin, and we got to do it. Like They treated us like we were rock stars. Yeah. And we were terrible. We were awful. Terrible. We did bring a lot of people, though. Yeah. Because... Because when you're starting out, you invite all your friends and nothing else to do. But I remember, like, they treated us like we were, like, the real deal because we were a heavier band that would scream a little bit that also talked about Jesus. Yeah. So, like, yeah, we'll we'll do that. But It kind of reminds me of that uh, South Park episode. Uh, again, we're referencing <laughs> South Park. We watched a lot of South Park. Uh, when <laughs> Cartman was substituting, like, oh. baby with yeah, the word Jesus. Jesus. Oh, and my goodness. Boom. 
yeah. make millions of dollars. <laughs> it's, it's a hit. It's a hit song. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, there's this a lot. How it works. There's a lot wrong with. I mean, just all music industry and all that mm-hmm. stuff, but we're kind of like dissing like the whole scene we came from. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we're in our Christian but podcast, with but... that being said, there are a lot of really talented Christian artists out there. Yeah, who 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 are doing really good work. Um, I think that we're just saying it as a whole. That to me, the the youth group culture, quote unquote, that that you see so many youth groups are that are are into, and they all fit this mold where. Probably, really, a lot of them have been sheltered, either they're homeschooled yeah. their whole life or whatever it is, um, have no idea what the real world is really like and um, and really are just kind of really embarrassing. What's, what's the line, though? Yeah. So, like, because we, because I don't, like, I'm thinking of this way for my daughters, but I don't want to shelter them. Yeah. I want them to experience the real world, but I also don't want to put them in situations where they're going to fall away easier more mm-hmm. and stuff so so how do you balance it like because when we're like we talked about it before when we were younger we could only listen to certain music yeah. that were that wasn't stickered or whatever like and we and we only ha- could watch certain things all that stuff which um i wouldn't change if right back but at the same time like had i, mean, I know it all depends on the kid but we don't like I, I get annoyed when the when Christian kids are too much in a bubble. But then there's some kids like at our youth group that are too much of the world and then before you know it they're gone yeah. because they don't know how to balance that. Right. Yeah, I know at least, at least with my parents, they kinda of, when I was younger, they taught me the right morals, what was right and wrong, but they also gave me a certain sense of freedom. So they let me still make these choices. They weren't gonna you know, be over my back the whole time. And so, granted, there were some things that, yeah, maybe I do regret. But I think because I wasn't sheltered and they weren't, you know, mm-hmm. so crazy about stuff, I didn't abuse those privileges. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Well, I think that it is entirely possible to be a Christian and to be normal. It is totally possible to do that. <laughs> I know that, it, it, especially to a lot of the world, it seems like that's impossible. It is totally possible to be a normal human being and also be a follower of Jesus Christ and not be the super sheltered homeschool. Yeah, kid. but you have to. You only have to listen to worship music, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know about you that. You can only watch PG movies, right? <laughs> Yeah, no, I wouldn't. Do that. <laughs> <laughs> but it has it has to be right cause... because if you only watch PG movies, how are you going to watch The Passion of the Christ? That's rated R. Yeah, mm. yeah. The Bible's rated R. The Bible is rated. If, yeah, I would agree with that. But um, I, I I think that you you also are correct where you said it's not a set formula. It because it all depends on the kid. For us, Eric and I growing up. We were just scared to get in trouble, and it wasn't because our parents like abused us. It wasn't because our parents did, did anything wrong. Our parents were great parents. Just our personalities were that of I just don't even today. I don't really want to get in trouble. Yeah, and it's not even a moral issue. It's just a it's a personality issue. Yeah, we got scared easier. Yeah, if if our dad looked at us the wrong way, we would cry. Yeah, because you know, and then there are other kids or other people who, went growing up, they were just stubborn, hard headed. Didn't matter what their parents did to a certain extent. 
Just need a good spanking. <laughs> now that's a whole other so issue <laughs> that, that that we could get into, whether or not spanking is. I'll <laughs> take that for another another podcast. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and say yes, but we'll we'll explain that <laughs> another time. But um, ultimately, it it does depend on the person. However, Topper, you are right. Where if you shelter somebody too much, then once they actually get to the point where they're going to college or they turn 18 and uh, whatever it is, and they actually encounter what it's like in the real world, it can be really dangerous because they haven't been there before. Mm -hmm. They go balls to the wall. Yeah. And I think that our parents did a good job of of allowing us to, to make mistakes and not like chastise us for mm-hmm. it, um, which is really important. And our parents would they they would trust us until we gave them a reason not to trust us. Yeah. Um, and, and if we would make a mistake or if we do something wrong, then they would say, "Okay, well, I'm not going to allow you to do that the next time." You know. Um, but they would also give us freedom to be who we were and to explore certain things. Yeah. And a lot of a lot of Christian parents are terrified of letting their kids explore anything. Yeah, I I think what we had us three is we had a close friendship between us and mm-hmm. other kids that were kind of going the same direction. Yeah, we were surrounded with good people. So that's kind of I think a big difference because Topper wasn't sheltered at all, had a lot of freedom. We were a little more sheltered, not as much freedom. But at for, first. for for church kids, we were, we were not pretty that good. Sheltered. Yeah. Um, but um. But we had each I other. This, I don't know if this podcast is a reflection of that. Or yeah. <laughs> but we had we had a close group of friends that yeah. we all went the same direction. Mm-hmm. So it all like when you let kids have so much freedom, like if you give kids a lot of freedom, but they're surrounded by kids that are kind of all kind of thinking the same thing. Yeah, I think it's a little different than when you when you give them so much structure, then you let them hang out with kids that are not doing the same thing or, and you can tell are going down a different path and all that stuff because it just that 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 desire for acceptance especially when you're in elementary school middle school high school that that will lead you to hang out with people you don't want to you shouldn't be hanging out with doing things that you don't even want to do you just so desperately need that acceptance from yeah. them and before you know it you're starting ha- you're creating habits and and all these things that are taking you down the complete wrong way you don't want to go, mm-hmm. um, whether it's structured or you had freedom. Like yeah, well, some need structure and some need less structure. But I I, I I've had parents come up to me um, at at church at, as a youth pastor and they've said this to me: my teenager doesn't want to come to church. What do I do? Yeah, and I'm like, well, bring them to church. You're, you're the parent, bring them to church. And they're like, but they don't want to come. So, like if you're the parent, we're not talking about a 21-year-old. We're talking about a 13-year-old. Yeah. And, 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 if, you, and if, if you want your child to, be, to learn about Jesus and to, and to grow in this sort of area, and if you just say, you know, if you let them decide, then they're not going to decide, yeah, I would love to go and sit in church because they've never experienced it and they've heard so many things. But and, and so it drives me crazy when I hear parents say, "Well, they just don't want to come." Can and then they want me to do something about it. Yeah. Like, no, you. I'm not going to parent your kid. Yeah. You parent your kid, and if, and it's not it's not necessarily a choice for them whether or not they want to come to church at the age of twelve or thirteen. Yeah. 
That's something that you need to instill in them. So that is structure that is necessary. And that's the same parent that won't come and then when they're 17, yep. be like, hey, uh, my kid's doing this. Can you fix them? Like, yeah. Nope. Yeah. yeah. How can I fix them yeah. now? I think There's it's no funny whenever a parent says, can you fix my kid? And my job is not to fix yeah. your kid. And you guys have a solid hour with them per, yeah. per week. Per week. Yeah. Like, and, and the parent at, sees at them best. while they're on their phones. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> not all of them, but... Nearly impossible. Yeah, it's, it is nearly impossible. So, anyways, I think that we've, we've kind of drilled that into the ground. Yeah, youth group culture sucks. Yeah, 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 yeah. don't go to youth group. <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh, that's, no, not, oh, that's oh, not what we were no. saying. Okay, all right. That's that. not yeah. what we were saying. Hey, I'll, I'll, I'll edit that out. Okay. Go to no, youth group. Okay. Whatever you do. Force your kids to go to youth group. Yeah. Whether you have It'll to hit awesome. them or whatever it takes. <laughs> even if your even if your youth pastor is balding, has spiked hair, and has a soul patch, <laughs> send them to youth group. Force them to listen to Jesus Freak every day. Yeah. People say I'm strange. Does that make me a stranger? Nope. My best friend was born in a man. <laughs> People say I'm strange. <laughs> hey, it's never talk about things that that we don't like. Can I can I bring up something I don't like? Oh, please. But it's something. Okay, I'm gonna sound like a hypocrite because okay. I hate this, but I use it so much. And it's mm. social media. Mm. I have everything. I have Facebook. I have Twitter. I have Instagram. I have Snapchat. I have all this stuff. Can you answer me one more question? Yeah. Where do you store your One Direction poster? What? <laughs> 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 I'm calling you a middle school girl because you have all these social media yeah, yeah, yeah. outlets. Dude. I, ha- I have them all yeah, as okay, well. Okay, I was about to say. <laughs> Got them. High five. All right. Um, okay. Anyways. Can you edit that joke out, please? <laughs> yeah, it didn't go over joke. as well as I no, thought it was. Terrible joke. I liked it. Um, no, so I have all the stuff. I probably, I would say I use Facebook probably. I'm on Facebook a lot. And I just. There's the old factor. Yeah, for real. Because no, none of our kids <laughs> no. use Facebook culture. They don't use Facebook. It's all Snapchat and Instagram. Um, but out of all of them, for sure, Facebook drives me the craziest. Probably because there's so many old people on Facebook. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's not even, it's, here's, here's the thing that's really been driving me nuts with Facebook. Is that whatever current event's happening, whatever issue there is, because there's always something. Whether it's a kid that falls into the gorilla pit, or if it's Trump or Hillary or whatever. Whatever issue it is, people are, are dare I say, arrogant enough to think. Dare I say. That their opinion needs to be posted, not just I should post this. This needs to be shown, and then I see over and over and over again of people commenting on that post, and then them replying back. And before you know it, it's a heated argument about an issue that's not going to change anyone's opinion, especially on Facebook. And it becomes this huge fiasco of just arguing back and forth points that don't really matter when what you're even saying doesn't really even matter anyways. And then with that, we have people that are posting stuff about like people that are passed away or um, different different things that they don't actually care about. They're just doing it so that they get the attention on themselves and they're just posting this stuff like, oh, Prince died. You don't freaking even know who Prince is. How do you, you don't, you're 12 years old. Why do you know who Prince is? You don't know. You just want the attention when it comes to you. And I'll add even more to that while I'm going. Social media is so arrogant 
Why do I care what you have to say about on Twitter? Why do I care about what you're eating that day on Instagram? Why do I care about anything? Like, why do you think your life is so important and you're so awesome that your little opinion on this, like, ooh, calves are doing well today. Why does that matter? Let me tell now, you. I'll say this. I oh post all goodness. that stuff. <laughs> I post all that stuff. So I know I'm being hypocritical. But I don't care about your food. I don't care about your kid. Calm down. I don't care about your politics. I don't care about any of that Let stuff. Let me ask you something. What am I supposed to do when I log into Facebook and it's right at the top it says, what's on your mind, Eric? Yeah. Am I just supposed to not write anything? And not, and not have a status? Buy a journal <laughs> and write in it. Oh, you know, I could do And you that. can read it well, yourself. Here, here's the that. thing. You want to you talk about arrogance. Arrogant is three guys deciding we're going to start a podcast of people listening to us talk for an hour. That's true. That's arrogant. That's true. <laughs> we are currently working on promoting it on Facebook yeah. right now, actually. As I mean, I you want to talk about arrogance. It is arrogant <laughs> to think that people would even be interested to listen to this conversation that we're having. Right I, now. Listen, I know it's hypocritical. And I do – there's obviously things I love about all of them because I have them all and I'm on Facebook a lot and, I'm, and I get on Twitter a lot and all that stuff. But – and it's not – I'm not saying everybody because I post things about my kids. I post all that stuff. <laughs> but I have friends on Snapchat that they – their story is just of them walking <laughs> and it's them like they don't know the cameras on when they're doing it i don't care why why do you need to post that i have things about i know on facebook who is a hardcore trump supporter who's a hardcore hillary supporter guess what i don't care about any of that we need to hold care so, about social it. media 101 uh-huh. and we need to go through the basics on how this works you know what i really think it might be especially when it comes to the old like older people is they never had anything like this. Never. Yeah. I they, mean, we it, our, our, our first experience with social media was MySpace when we were in high school. Yeah. And most of, most of the kids don't even know what MySpace no. is. And MySpace had, as you remember, top friends. Oh, yeah. That broke friendships up because you could pick Absolutely. who your top eight friends were. Why mm-hmm. would they make that an option? Yeah. <laughs> we had a friend, Big Chris, who would change it every day. We'd go like, oh, I got moved down. What I do? <laughs> what? Did I say something wrong? I'm from two to three. <laughs> he was he was just all about equality. He just wanted to give. Everybody. Yeah, he gave everybody yeah. their time on top exactly. of the mountain. Exactly. You know what? That's fair. But you know what? To be like, like especially looking at like our, our parents on Facebook, it amazes me that like my mom or dad, they they don't really know how to use Facebook to its like how it's supposed to be used. So especially like one of them can be like. Literally post a status says hi, and they will have no eighty five yeah. comments. Yeah. It says hi of all of their high school friends. Like, hey, no. doing great. Eighty five degrees here. I'm like, <laughs> like, why? I actually have a clever status, and I only get like, I might not even get in double digits. I know they get a hundred likes. It, it doesn't make sense to me. It's like if you are a grown up on Facebook over the age of fifty, you it doesn't matter what you say. Everyone likes it. Everyone of your friends comments on it. Yeah, well, I mean, I think that 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 the older generation, and we're talking about like our parents' generation, so like in the fifties, fifty-year-old, fifty to yeah. sixty-year-old around there. Um, I think that 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 generation, they all live and die by by Facebook. I mean, you can talk to, and they get their feelings hurt. Mm-hmm. I we've had times where I know mom's gonna listen to this. Oh no, where don't mom do and it. dad have been like, "Hey, can you believe this person's not my friend on Facebook anymore?" I go. I, how do you even know that? Like, <laughs> how do you know they're not friends? Like, uh, we're, we can't be friends anymore now. Yeah, like, yeah. Like that stuff happens a lot. I think that it's really funny when I hear somebody say, um, 
Now, now I know that Facebook doesn't even matter, but <laughs> it's like if you're starting your sentence with that, I know. Right. Now I know that social media that doesn't even matter. It's not even important. But can you believe <laughs> that this person said this or did this, or or that this person commented on this picture but not on this picture, yeah. or that this person liked this or not? I'm like, what? How do you even keep track? It's too much. I get overwhelmed. And. And the person you are on Facebook, Twitter, and all that stuff is not the person you're oh, in real life. Oh, no. Which, which I think some people realize, other people don't. Because, like, you feel like behind a screen, you feel like you're anonymous. Yeah. Like, no one knows. Like, so, like, if I say to you, Shane, right now that I hate you, you're a jerk, and your beard looks stupid. Well, that's really mean. Yeah, I have to see your reaction right now. So, I have, so I have to deal with the fact that you are about to cry right now, which... Well, I mean, I don't think you're, you I mean, to point that out I know, to I people. Didn't... Then we can see what I'm So on your birthday, I said all that. You're about to cry on your birthday. Well, that's kind of rude. But so, so that's something you have to deal with. But when you're on Facebook, you can post something that you know is going to rub people the wrong way. And you can and do it. And you just it. click. And you don't even Boom. notice anyone's reaction. Boom. And you might see how they reply back. and But they don't see. They're doing yeah. the same thing. They, and And you can't even read or write. Like you can't even. Like I've had times where I've, had, I've posted stuff. As a joke or reply thing, and people got mad at me because yeah. I was being sarcastic. You can't read sarcasm and all that stuff. Yeah. So I'm not getting rid of social media ever. <laughs> ever. I, maybe not ever, but because I love, I'm on Facebook plenty. I, I get most of my news from Facebook. Yeah. yeah. I read, I follow, listen to or watch a lot of their Snapchat stories, yeah. like of ESPN and all that stuff. I go through Twitter. I have Instagram. I never use it, but I have it because all the kids use it. I'm yeah. best. So I'm going to use all of it, but. Gosh, I hate it. <laughs> like how it's like I can't get away from it. Yeah, you're right. I love it, but I hate it. Yeah, yeah. I've just liked way too many like food things, and so all I see is that's food. not that's not surprising. All whatsoever. I see is food videos down my newsfeed, and I can't get away from it. Yeah, I mean, so, I, lo- I watch them all, but I still can't get you're away. You're talking from about it. like the ones where it's like the, the music. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Like, and it, yeah. it's a recipe, of how to make oh, whatever yeah. it is, and it makes it look so easy. It never turns out that no, way. No, no. You know what I get a lot. Because I follow like Cinema Blend and um, Comic Book, whatever. I get stories on comic book movies and like Walking Dead and that culture so much and random top tens. Like, gosh, it's always on my Facebook, but I click almost every single yeah, one. Yeah. So, because Facebook knows it, they, they know what you're clicking, yeah. so they want to give you more of it. Yeah. So, like, some people I never see on Facebook and stuff, but I, if, if, I don't know, if a new picture of, Suicide Squad comes out. I see four articles on it, and yeah. I click every one of them. Yeah. What what normally comes up on my Facebook newsfeed is statuses and things from all of the people that annoy me the most because I click on them. The yeah, most that's why. To be, because I click on them, and I think to myself. Look at this! <laughs> Look at how stupid this person is. And, I'm, and now it's that's all that I get on Facebook. I'm it's guilty of people. instigating that too. Oh there are times where I screenshot certain things and send it to Shane. Like, Shane, can you yeah. believe this person? She's like, Oh, you should comment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm gonna comment. I'm gonna, I'm gonna it's comment. It's the yeah. best. Yeah. Oh, I think that. And and honestly, it's really just when it comes down to it for me, the people that annoy me the most are Christians. Yeah. On Facebook. Because they they think that maybe Facebook is the best way to evangelize. I don't know what the thought process is, but have you have you met any? Now I'm, I'm sure that it's happened, and I think that God can work in many ways, all that sort of stuff. But I have yet to meet a single person who was converted because of Facebook. Have you? 
No. Have you have you met not. anyone who said, "Oh my goodness, I saw this person post this picture, and it said um, that that it, and it was a picture of this girl falling into hell, and it said true love means that you'll tell them the truth." And and then I thought to myself, "Jesus really does love me." I've not <laughs> met a single person who was converted in that way. Have you? No. No, of not course, a single. Of course, Are you saying not. not even the picture of Jesus where it says. There's a picture of Jesus and it says "Amen." There's a picture of the devil and it says "Like don't share." Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah, yeah, like yeah. if you really love Jesus, then yeah. you don't share. Yeah, uh huh. Like, if you share. don't, if you don't share you, this, then you're the going devil, to hell. Ignore. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Those, All that those get stuff. me. Those those took yeah, the heart. You share those, right? <laughs> I seriously, I have not met a single person. Oh, but even just beyond your religious beliefs, have you met anyone who has changed any single belief that they've had? It could be about what ketchup is better, Hunt's ketchup or Heinz ketchup. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> No, nobody has ever changed their opinion because of what you said on Facebook. Not a single person that I've ever met. You? Of course not. No of one's ever changed not. their opinion. Especially when it comes to politics. Because any debate you have, you can't do it on – I mean just, just typing certain things. Yeah. You're, you'll ignore what you want to ignore. You'll, gun, uh, gun control laws, homosexuality, all this stuff. You post your opinion on there and it is doing more harm than good mm-hmm. every time. Yep. But here's what – here's the thing. They have to post it. Why? People need to know. <laughs> Who? Me? The what followers. Other, what other they entertainment need to know. am I going to I am not happy <laughs> about this. Right. I need, you need to show it. Yeah. And it's like – and that's the arrogance yeah. again that my – what I need to do this because people need to know what I – know. guess what? I don't care yeah. at all what you think. I don't care. About anything. And what sucks, like you said, is I'll click that person because I know they're going to share that stuff, and now I get it on my news feed with Walking Dead news all the I'm time. Enter- I'm entertained. I'll be honest. I'm entertained. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not going away. I'm still there. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I follow Skip Bayless on Twitter. I oh, disagree with everything he I says. But Skip I follow Bayless. him. I read every time I see him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, or like um, like you said earlier, too, when you – if I ever were to post anything, which is rare – it's probably the only things that I ever post now at this point are your lifestyle, your lifestyle determines your, determines your, your death, death style on Topper's wall. <laughs> so, uh, and you, you need to tell it. Or, okay, so there's there's a Metallica song it's called Frantic. Frantic, tick, 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 tock. That's, that's some legit, really good lyrics. That's legitimately how the song goes. And there's a line that goes, your lifestyle determines your death style. Your lifestyle determines your death style. Your lifestyle. Determine your death style. You like style. <laughs> so it's one of my favorite quotes, and it's the way I live my hold life. On, hold on. But everyone that's listening, pause this right now. Uh-huh. Go to Spotify. Look up, Fran- look up Frantic by Metallica. So or go to YouTube. Watch the video. Yeah, watch it. Hold on, we'll wait. Welcome back, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed that song. That song is awful. So one of my favorite things to do is to post that on on a picture, any picture that Topper posts, just randomly. I'll just post it on his on his on his wall, what on a status that he makes. I'll say, you know what I learned from that is that your lifestyle determines your death right. style. And so I try to do it. Right. I've been doing this for what about four years now. I've looked at our history, yeah. our, our relationship on Facebook, our friendship, our friendship. Uh huh. And that's all it is, is that back and forth. That's it. Yeah. That's it. And I've had people say to me, what does that mean? I'm yeah. like, just butt out. Yeah, you know. This I, has nothing to do with you. Well, I'll find a really good picture. Oh, this is a really good picture of me. And I'll, and, and I'll put it up there. I'm like, oh, let me see what kind of likes, comments I get. And that's the first one. Sure enough, I'm like, why is he got to troll me? It's a good pick. You couldn't just be like, you're looking good, Top. <laughs> it's just. Yeah, I think that. But, but people do not get sarcasm. I think no. you're right. So, well, I think that we've, we have 
killed this social media. And this is not going to be the last time that we talk about social media. But with that being said, we do get our news from social media. But what's another outlet that we get our news from? Do you know, Eric? I know where I get my normal news. And I also know where I get my top news. Dare I say, tip-top news. Tip-top news. Oh man, thanks for wow. building me up. Yeah, I you're really, welcome. Really appreciate Just that. so you can be let down by the news again. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> you lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. You <laughs> okay, good news. <laughs> <laughs> we need it. This this podcast has been filled with a lot of hate up to this it point. It has. We There's need some good news. Go ahead. Yeah. So, um, Time Magazine. Okay. I've heard, heard of it. Is looking for a drum roll, drum roll, drum roll. Bacon critic. A bacon critic. <laughs> wow. Tell me. Time magazine? That isn't the dream job. A Why? Ba- it's a real job, but it could be yours. <laughs> <laughs> so, Extra Crispy is an all breakfast, all the time website that launched June 1st. Mm, Hiring delicious. a bacon critic. Um, according to the job description, the candidate will spend a three-month appointment researching, writing about, and obsessing over bacon. Three months? Three wow. months. Well, here, here's a good question. Yes. Do you like your bacon? The bacon. Crispy, bacon. Crispy, 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 crispy. Now, when you order, like, in a, in a restaurant, say you're at IHOP, or a diner, or Denny's, we, we or, do. We or, all know or, where you can order or, bacon. <laughs> wherever, wherever you order bacon. Don't from. need to. Don't need to give any more. Hey, there, are, there are plenty of places. You gave you can five order, to wherever many. you order bacon from. I always order extra crispy. Topper, I you seem more like a soggy bacon kind of guy. Oh, you like soggy? I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. I'm a turkey bacon kind of guy. Oh my goodness. Turkey bacon is awesome. Watching your figure. Uh, yeah, yeah, honestly. Turkey bacon sucks compared I to regular bacon. It actually isn't it as crispy. bad as you think. It's good. I'm not saying it's bad, but compared to regular bacon, it sucks. Yeah. I like mine in bit form. Bit form? Bacon bits. No, you don't. I do like bacon bits. I okay. But you prefer... But you would choose a strip of keep bacon doing it, keep 100% doing the of the time. I'm going to go grab some bacon bits no, while you guys do it. No, wait. Would news. you prefer bacon... Over he's actually getting up bacon. and going to get... You, there's <laughs> no way that you would prefer bacon bits okay. over a strip of bacon. Those First are off, artificial nobody, bacon bits. They're not even real. Yeah, nobody eats... <laughs> they're for, nobody, they're for salad. Nobody eats just bacon bits as a snack. Stop. I do. Do you guys no. want any? No. No, I don't want any of this. Well, maybe pass them over. No, no, no. Not <laughs> I, 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 I've never t- I'm, I'm curious now. Just pass it over. Go ahead. Continue. Really, continue. It's, it's not, not really bacon, though. Oh, my now. gosh. What is it, dog food? Basically. But it tastes like bacon. Okay, Whoa. so wait. So Time Magazine. Yeah, oh, shut up. Time, I'm sorry. Time Magazine was reporting on this. It's a, it's a, it's a company called Extra Crispy. So an all-breakfast, all-the-time website mm. is what it is. They're looking for someone with an insatiable hunger for bacon, as, oh. if, as if everyone doesn't have that. Ooh. No, mine's Maybe not vegetarian. insatiable. You, like I always need it. You just picked up bacon bits. Yeah, you, you are eating not bacon bits as a snack <laughs> at eleven o'clock at night. That's I'm fat. Uh, this is really gonna do a lot for me. What? Is really? The, 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 I can't understand of, you with all the bacon bits called, in your mouth. It's actually off-brand bacon pieces. No, you did not. Gosh, we're so poor. <laughs> We need to get some sponsors for this podcast <laughs> yeah. so I get bacon bits instead of – well, it says bacon pieces and then bits. And, gosh, we are – people okay. – anyone that's listening to this podcast has turned it off by now for sure. 
for sure. <laughs> okay. Right, if, next piece of TikTok news. Okay. news. Gets me going. Okay, so I don't know if you guys saw, but the NFL Twitter account was recently hacked. I did see this. It said that Roger Goodell died. Oh, I did see that. It's poor guy. I know. It's we're we are laughing, but I'm sure that once people found out that I mean. I'm, it had to have crossed their minds at some point, like, oh, thank God, we're getting a new commissioner. Yeah. Of for, course, for after the, the morning, after the morning. After they, the, after the you know, morning. How many people hate Roger? I know. And that's... I mean, the Patriots NFL fan. players. Yeah, if you're, if you're a Patriots fan, you really don't like them. You're like, thank God, no more restrictions. Yeah. But I'll be honest with you. I kind of like that he brings a hammer down. I don't like him. The thing is, I'm fine with bringing the hammer down, but yeah. you, consistency. Yeah, he is isn't consistent. You I have agree to be that. consistent. I mean, it's like, I, I. But I'll be honest. For some reason, I take enjoyment out of watching a professional athlete be punished for something. I don't know why that's the case, but I just enjoy it. I whenever like a player does something, as long as they're not on my team, whenever a player does something wrong, and then gets caught for it, I want them to like be suspended for the year. Mm. And then when when it comes out, I'm like, oh yeah. He just he just not consistent. He is not consistent. I mean, the whole Deflategate stuff, like whether you think about it, like he gave them way too much because he was trying to make up for the fact that they cheated before and nothing, basically nothing happened. But I think that we can all agree that the Patriots deserved it. Oh, <laughs> Every <laughs> ounce of it, I can't stand them, <laughs> and I want to see them burn. Because <laughs> the problem was. You can't. I think the Jets or another team did the same exact thing with the balls, and they got like a fine, and that was it. No, they, there was a team that overinflated the balls. So they the Vikings, same thing. The Vikings, but ball when pressure. They, but it's not the same thing because when they were caught, they just said, "Oh yeah, we did it." Yeah. They didn't say, "No, you're out to get me." You. The, the, the whole point with the Flake Gate, and now I, I can't believe we're about to get in. But the whole point with the Flake Gate. It's not the fact that the balls were underinflated. It's the fact that the Patriots came out and said, the NFL owes us an apology. The NFL is jerks. Yeah, They're out to get us. All this stuff. It was the arrogance involved. But if they just came out and said, oh, yeah, I'm sorry, it won't happen again, boom, they would have gotten fined because that is actually listed in the rule books yep. as to if you're caught doing this, then you can just, this is a fine of this amount of money. Boom, you're done with it. You move on. We're not talking about it. Yeah, but if, okay, someone gets convicted of murder. And it's normally like five to ten years. I don't know. I'm making those numbers up. Uh-huh. And he comes on the stand and just goes, well, I don't care. Like, no, 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 whatever. Then you can't give him 30 years. You can't go above and beyond, which what they did. You it's can give him the max of ten. But uh-huh. another team do the same thing. This yeah, is you entirely can be, you can different. Be, it's not. You it's can be mad different. the way they're acting. It's entirely And you different. can be mad about the fact that you messed up the penalty before. Here's but why it's different. They, did, they went so much over. You're, over talking about, you're talking about in the court of law. In the court of law, it's it's entirely different. This the NFL is a company and it's a business, and they they can they can operate their company however they choose I, to. Yeah, and here's the other thing: if they decide that this team or this person or whoever is trying to make us look bad and is representing us in the wrong light, and they work for me, then they can do whatever they want. Yeah, and but the judge can't tell them otherwise because this is not a legal issue. Yeah, I know. This that, is a this is a behavior issue. But that kind of example, you don't want a guy who's so petty that it's like, oh, what are you saying? Like, I'm gonna give you, so, I'm gonna, because tr- he his, the punishment was just quadrupled of what it should have been. Mm-hmm. Is is 
he didn't even double it. He like and I and I hate the Patriots and I was mm-hmm. I loved the penalty mm-hmm. because I just don't yeah. like the Patriots. But and I understand because they were so right on stuff, but it's that's why people dislike Roger Goodell. But it's because, because of, of that stuff. Because he's so yeah. it should it should be literally this if you do this, then if you beat your wife uh-huh. like let's do let's go that way as a Ravens fan. The yeah. penalty Ray Rice got two initially games, right? was unbelievably low. It was and like we two said, games until the actual footage came out. It was like, and oh, then it was like, oh, oh we yeah, do something about yeah. it now. And we said, as Ravens fans, even when two games came out, Ray Rice suspended for two games, we said, wow, we got away with one there. Yeah, we all knew it. So it should just be, and they're starting to do it now, but standard. If you're caught doing this, I don't care what your season, I don't care what you say, this is a penalty. If you're caught doing this twice, here's the penalty. Like, it's you can't just be but whatever they, I'm feeling. Oh, you hurt my feelings, what you said. Now I'm going to. Now I'm going to suspend you for the whole year now. Like, you can't do that. But they have something in place where it says, any conduct detrimental to the league. And they're always trying to protect the shield. I know. That's, that's how they get around Trump, it. Yeah, it's a Trump That's card. how they get around But when it comes down to it, if the Patriots weren't as arrogant as they were, they would not have received the penalty that they received. I know. I know Bottom that. line. I know that. But Robert, I mean, uh, Robert Kraft came out and said the league owes us an apology. What do you? How? How? If you if if you are the boss of that person, well, and, and not technically, I guess Roger Goodell works for the owners, so the owner is kind of the boss of Roger yeah. Goodell. But if that is a team that you are supposed to be ruling over and, and the commissioner of, what other choice do you have? Just give them the penalty they deserve. <laughs> Maybe double it, but then, but they, then they the next time when another team does something wrong, then when the next time when another team does something wrong, they can come out and say the league goes and send a policy. What then? Then you're just going to let everybody walk all over you. Yeah, they need. They really need a progressive discipline plan. I don't know if it's already put in place and they're not yeah. following it because I have no idea. But they need that. I mean, yeah. you you've seen there have been enough incidents that have happened recently right. to where it, it's justifiable at this point. So. Yeah, but and ultimately too, Roger Goodell was receiving from all these different owners around the league. He was receiving pressure to do one way or the other, and most owners were saying, "You need to punish the Patriots. They've gotten away with murder over these last few years for all these different ways that they've cheated. They haven't been punished enough for what they've done. All these things." And then you got Robert Kraft, who's a very powerful owner for the Patriots, who's fighting against uh, Roger Goodell, and so he's he's kind of caught in the middle here. And one thing that I will commend Roger Goodell for. And I, and, and I want to be clear, I'm not a fan of Roger Goodell. But one thing that I will defend him in is that he is always willing to take the blame. He's always willing to stand up and say, I, this was my decision, when it's not just him. There are other people. He has people he's working with. But he's willing to stand up and take the blame for everything, and he doesn't care about it. So I will give him credit for that. Anyway, sorry. But he got, he got his Twitter hacked. Mm-hmm. You know who else got their Twitter hacked recently? Who? ISIS. Uh, ISIS, yeah, with um, it was they turned into like a a gay porn Twitter account. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Oh, they must have been so mad. They must have been really oh, mad. Man. Yeah, that was re- that just happened. I think. Oh god. Yeah, I saw that. Was yeah. it like anonymous or something who did that? I don't know, but oh, that's that's you don't really feel, obviously don't feel bad for ISIS. No, yeah. the worst possible. Uh, we have time. Let's do one more. Yeah, one more. Last one. Oh, I got one more. But it's better be the tippiest of tip top news. Oh yeah, the tippiest, toopiest. Well, in that case, tooper the pooper, <laughs> poopy toopy. Eric, this one's just for you. Okay. Oh what? Okay. You got the first one. What? Fine. Yeah, you got. The go first ahead. One. Just go. You got the first. Go one. ahead. All right. Anyway. Go ahead. Okay. You're go a little ahead. jealous. I know what you. Go ahead. Birthday. Go ahead. Go ahead. You got his feelings hurt. Go ahead. Get. Go ahead. Go ahead. Did you know that you can become a professional pooper? 
Do what? Oh. You heard me. Yeah, write this. Yeah, yeah, write that down. Actually, that, that might be a you good thing for You can become a professional pooper. Because I will say before you go, I am, I'm a pro at pooping because of practice. <laughs> I practice more than anybody. Yeah, yeah. I poop two to three times a day. A day? Yeah, sometimes more. Never less. Is that healthy? I don't know. Is and every poop in the morning after drinking my coffee is an emergency. Poop. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. It's, Once it's it a, hits my lips, it's a, it's a I gotta go time. now. Once it hits your lips, it's a matter of time. Wow. It's, I gotta go to the bathroom because it's I have poop that's gonna explode out, <laughs> and it gets on the back <laughs> of the toilet okay, seat. I'm not, the back, I'm not going that. Far. Doesn't it? Well, not for you, live here. <laughs> I've seen yours, not mine. Do that. <laughs> have you seen poop yeah. smeared up to the top? Oh my goodness. Erica hates cleaning the toilets. Because a bomb goes off every morning in there. Yeah, well, would you like to clean up after anybody else who does that? Obviously not, but I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm a, I'm a good pooper. So how do you do this? How do you become a a professional? The only thing is there are some guidelines, and you have to meet certain requirements. Okay, okay, I can do that. Okay, and only less than five, less than five percent of people who apply are actually accepted. Oh gosh, okay, all right, all right. So you need. It's It's probably really competitive. I would imagine. It is. It is. I can beat anybody. All right, ready? So you need to have a clean bill of health. Okay. okay. Well, what that well, means is... I do have asthma. No allergies. I have a lot of allergies. <laughs> do you have an eating disorder? Not that I know yeah, of. That, Not that, that poop's going out like that. You got something going on. Well, I, like, I eat a lot. <laughs> That's not <laughs> a disorder. <laughs> okay, um, then no. The answer is no. Okay. Uh, medications. Just I, I take like you take ibuprofen done sometimes yeah. I can't take I'm just kidding I don't know I, didn't. I have I have a like prevention inhaler okay so I wear deodorant the is next thing on there is asthma deodorant. so that's not a very good thing what asthma oh I can't have asthma no. you're done. first off why does asthma affect my poop but you know what up to this point I fit every criteria that you don't have any allergies oh, no I don't have any allergies, allergies to anything no how come I get all the allergies and asthma I guess I guess well I am allergic to to fettuccine alfredo. You are, yeah. If, well, if I think they'll let that slide. I'll yeah. speak on their behalf. I okay, you're you're def- why? I don't know. Every time I eat it, I puke all night. I don't <laughs> Can we know test why. It? No, I don't want to do <laughs> that it. Great I know. Podcast I, know that I know what will happen. Awesome. Why? What is know. it? Is it the feta? I don't. I don't even know. I, I don't it know. I, and here's the thing: I used to eat it as a kid, and then one time I I ordered it. And I was up puking my guts out. Have you eaten it since? And I ate it. I, and then another time, I waited like a year. I think you know, it's in once your you head. get sick, no, 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 I think no, it's no. In your head. Nope. Once you get sick from something, you know, and then you're like, okay. But I, I, it was a year later, and I was like, okay, let me try it again. I ate it, and I, it was at a rehearsal dinner. I was doing doing a wedding the next day. I was up all night puking my guts out. And yeah. since then, that that was like three years ago, and I was like, I, I just do not want to do that again. So sorry. <laughs> Okay, so let's say I get around these loopholes of allergies and all that uh-huh. stuff. Okay, ne- what's next? Okay, so um, if you were to be accepted, I won't be. But you would get paid twenty dollars per visit, per donation. Per donation, donation per is donation a is a is a stool sample. How how, <laughs> how large of a stool yeah. sample? What do you, what Ooh, do you need? It doesn't big, small, wet, dry. Oh god! They want green, brown. They want you just yeah. as you are. Oh, I just like too. we say in the church, come as you are. They, <laughs> uh-huh, they yeah. want the same thing for the, you. The poop clinic says, "Come the, as you are." They want the same thing. But the whole thing behind this is they're trying to develop an experimental poop pill mm. that can made mass- of poop. I yeah, hope, I I'm not I, taking a pill. Man. I really <laughs> hope not. That can be mass. The dookie pill. I'll t- I'll be. I have to go to thirty bucks if I'm having a pill made of poop. 
So it's really I'll to settle for twenty five <laughs> to cure an assortment of stomach ailments. That's the whole purpose. Of Will this. it cure the fact that I explode out of my butthole every morning? Uh, yeah. So I don't know if you could take your own poop. It's not going to help. I think you. I think that the the fact that you explode every morning may not necessarily be a stomach issue. It may be a what you eat issue. Yeah, like, at, like at this what? point, like I'm you're right now, you are health. downing bacon bits. It's, it is eleven fifteen at night, and he's eating bacon bits. I'm concerned. We should call a doctor. Yeah, I might need. Come on, stop! You are hanging on your lip. Gross. I can't take you seriously right now. Know what I really like? And you just wipe the rest of the crumbs on the ground. Yeah, I have a cap. What? It's, don't chew into the mic. I eat chips and salsa a lot. Yeah, well, that's night. why you have explosive diarrhea. If you eat that every night. Before you go to bed? No, not every night. Maybe every other night. You're done. You're done. I just get so hungry at night. Yeah, well, eat yeah. eat an apple. At night? Why? As if you're not even eating bacon at tonight. <laughs> What's wrong with eating an apple? You, can, apple you can all you can only eat apples when the when it's lunch. light out. Yeah, I eat, I eat one for lunch. Just because that, just because that's how you feel doesn't mean that's the right way. Yeah. What am I eating next? Grapes at night? <laughs> sure. <banana. laughs> no. Carrots? I got carrots downstairs. No. Carrots and hummus? No. That's not nighttime food. Nighttime food is like chips and candy. But I think that we can all agree that that your eating habits is not as weird as um, as an eating habit of one of our friends. His name is, is also Eric. Eric Littlejohn. Eric, oh, my gosh. <laughs> one of his favorite snacks is to eat raw noodles. Yep. Straight out, like spaghetti noodles, not cooked. Do you know how hard those things it are? It hurts me to watch him. He will eat. It looks eat... like I would crack a tooth, no yeah. doubt. He he can eat like 20 of them at a time and just chomp them down. Use his back molars to get yeah. those suckers down. What we're going to do um, is we're going to post on a, on our Facebook page a video oh, of him yeah. eating these noodles just so the whole world can experience it because <laughs> it's it fun. truly is tremendous. He has a little bit of a grin on his face. He, yep. But he's yeah. Um, we, he likes garlic a lot. And one time he was over our house and we had croutons and he's never had a crouton cause he's never had a salad. So yeah. why would you have croutons? And I was like, and I just like, Oh, you want to try one of these? And it was garlic crouton croutons. And he tried it. Like, oh, it's really good. I went over his house today. <laughs> and I said, "Do you have any garlic croutons?" He's like, "Ah, oh, no, I ate them all." Oh. He just opens a bag of garlic croutons and just eats them like oh, they're chips. Oh my goodness! And he ate them all. No, so, no, I just had them the other day. I ate them all. Well, this is also <laughs> the same guy who claims to never eat dinners. He just yeah, he, he just snacks. He, he said, said he doesn't he, eat dinner. And I said, "Bull crap! I yeah, don't yeah, believe yeah, that." Yeah, that. And he said, "No, I don't need to. I, I never eat dinners." I could see him just snacking so much that he doesn't actually eat a dinner. Dinner. He just by himself. He's solo. Can we do this? On on a maybe our next podcast or one in the future, can we just have him on for a segment of Little John's eating habits, okay. and we can just ask him about some of his some of his eating habits? Can we do that? Yeah, oh, for I'm sure. All, I'm all about it. You know, that's one of my favorite things to do. Yeah, because it, you know what I've learned: your lifestyle determines your death style. Your lifestyle determines your death style. Your lifestyle determines your death style. Get it? Oh, that's a perfect way to send us out. All right. Well, thanks for joining us on Not Your Mama's Christian Podcast. We'll see you guys next time. Love you. Stop. (laughs) What? Love you. I love the listeners. Thank you for listening to Not Your Mama's Christian Podcast. Make sure you subscribe and like us on Facebook. Music provided by The Revive. You can check them out. TheRevivedMusic.com. 
you can find Connection Church at connectionchurch.cc. You can find City on the Hill Community Church at cityonthehillcc.org.